my God will fully supply whatever you need in accord with his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat, so we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, then grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Printing to Prosper. I'm your host, Gina Morton. And today I want to talk about what we do when unexpected things pop up in the budget. So let's just say you got your budget all set, you did your zero based, every dollar is accounted for, you know exactly where your money is going to go this month, and then something pops up. What do you do? All right, I get this question a lot. I got this question on the live Zoom I did in, uh, I think, late October. So anytime I get questions, I try to answer it in the podcast as well, because I figure if one person has the question, a lot of people might have the question. And this is a really good common question that I get. So here are my six tips for what to do when something pops up that you weren't expected and it wasn't in the budget. All right. The first thing that I want you to do is to try to reduce the number of surprises as much as you possibly can. So this is not, you're, you're probably never going to have a month that's perfect unless you are on a totally set income with totally set expenses. You eat the same exact thing every month and, you know, you. but it's probably never going to happen. So this is how you're going to have to just deal with it from now until the rest of time. All right. So the first thing is we want to try to reduce the number of surprises as much as possible. That is why I cannot emphasize enough that you need some sort of a budget diary. This is what I call it. And if you're using the Dave Ramsey Every Dollar app on your phone, you can use this as your budget diary. I'm still a paper girl. So I have my budget diary is a little notebook. And what it is, is I track my monthly expenses year after year, month after month. So when I do my budget for, say, November of 2022, I do my regular stuff. And then I'll go back to my budget diary from November of 2021 and just see, is there anything else that I'm missing that's possibly a yearly thing? So for instance, yearly thing for us is this life insurance policy that it's every November. So I have that in the book. It could be utilities. We get you, we pay utilities four times a year. So I usually forget, but thankfully I go back to the, that same month of the previous year and it just kind of jogs my memory. Oh yeah. Um, I have birthdays written down for my nieces and my godchildren and friends and just little things that you know are going to pop up. Um, 
birthdays, for your close friends, if it's signups for sports, all this stuff that you think, oh, no big deal, is what kills your budget every month, okay? So the more you can track it, the more you can be prepared for it, and the less surprises are actually gonna pop up, okay? So that's my very first tip, is make sure you're tracking month after month, year after year, so you can go back and see that. And again, you can just go on the, the, the app and look back to the previous year, and if you're tracking everything in your app, then it'll be there, and you can just kind of give it a quick look over. Number two, can you say no? No is a complete sentence. It's one of my favorite sentences in all the world. And this could be something like, okay, I'll give you an example. (laughs) This episode is going to be examples from my real life of November 2022. Can you say no? My kids have three birthday parties this month, okay? So they were all in the budget. And maybe another one pops up. Now, we can't do it anyway, all right? I'm just going to say it didn't work out on the calendar. But let's just say I absolutely was maxed out in my budget. There was no wiggle room at all. Guess what? You can say no to a birthday party invitation. It's totally a thing. You can totally do that. You can say no to drinks with your friends. You can say no to, um, you know, getting your hair cut that month or having it colored and cut, okay? There's... There's usually a way to say no that will kind of get you through a lot of things that pop up, okay? Number three, can you say yes, but cheaper? Here's an example from our real life. In October, the kids were playing soccer. I had two kids in soccer, and I had budgeted for all the expenses for soccer. The cleats were covered, all the things, right? And then we get this email that says, The kids need pink socks for October games because it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Okay, no problem. $20 for a pair of pink socks. But I've got two kids, so it's $40 for pink socks. Again, no big deal. We have the $40. But let's just say we didn't have the $40. This is where you can say yes, but cheaper. You can say yes to one pair of pink socks because it wasn't a fundraiser. It was just supporting breast cancer awareness. So it wasn't a mandatory, you know, every kid had to buy a pair. So I could have, because of the way my girls played, one played on Saturday, one played on Sunday, I could have owned one pair of pink socks and washed them on Saturday night and the other kid wears them on Sunday. Boom, you're done. Okay. Can you, again, I just gave the example of your haircut. Can you maybe instead of getting your hair cut, colored, and styled, maybe you just get it colored and you skip the cut and the style for that month and you just leave with your hair wet or you, you know, skimp somehow, you cut corners somehow, you know. And I think going back to this Bible passage of God will provide you all of your needs, we have to really get clear on what is the difference between a need and a want. And so many times what busts our budget is our wants, okay? So you have to be really honest with yourself. Is this a need or is this a want? And can I get away with either saying no or getting it cheaper some other way? All right, number four, can you sell something? That's easy, right? Say it's a a little something that pops up. It's less than $100. Is there anything in your house you can sell 
for less than $100 to kind of cover you and get through the month without tapping into your emergency fund. All right. I'm not a huge advocate of selling things. For me, I'm just not good at it. it. It's a waste of my time. I've had people not show up. But I do have friends that are really, really good at it. And if I'm working with a client and she has proven to me that she has a good track record of selling things, I will allow her to sell things. And I've even had clients that have covered my cost of in-home decluttering by selling items that we've decluttered. So it is possible. And I try wherever I can to kind of make my services, quote unquote, free. So if people want to sell things, they can cover my expenses that way. Or if I'm doing budgeting with them, I always say it's going to pay for itself because you're going to either pay off debt that's going to cover what you've paid me or you're going to increase your savings and and that'll cover what you've paid me. So I always try to make it work out as best I can for my clients. Number five, can you squeeze it out of another category? So this is where realistically um, I am. This is kind of where we are in our journey of budgeting and money and all the things. I'm going to give you a real life example here. I'm going to get on my phone and in my app for November of 2022. So again, I went back to November of 2021 and I saw that there was an expense for my van maintenance of around $500. And I knew that my van was going into the shop on November 7th. So I thought, okay, I better put $500 in the budget for my van because Maybe whatever he did last year needs to be done again. I don't know what he did last year, but it's better to have it in the budget and not need it than not have it. So I budgeted $500. When the bill came, it was $74.36. So I have a surplus in that category of $425 for November. So that's a super easy fix. If something popped up that was $400, there it is. My cuz I that expense is paid for for the month, so I've got that extra money just kind of sitting there. Now, I am I said to my husband this morning, I said, "Just because we have all that money, it's not like a free for all. We're not going to just spend $425 on whatever. If we can hang on to it by the end of the month, if we can still not spend it, then that money's going to go right into Christmas. So we will put that in the savings account to add to our Christmas fund." Okay, so that's how we're personally doing it. The last number six, is this thing that has popped up and thrown your budget off an emergency? When you work the Dave Ramsey baby steps, your very first baby step is to save $1,000 in a starter emergency fund. This is for a true emergency. Now, what's a true emergency? And again, I talked about this on my last Zoom I had. A true emergency is your four walls are threatened. And I always like to tell my clients, would your kids notice it? That's how you know it's an emergency. So your kids would notice if they woke up in the morning and the lights didn't go on. Your kids would notice if they woke up and the water didn't run out of the faucets. Your kids would notice if they woke up to a freezing house because there was no oil or propane or electricity to heat their house. Your kids would also notice if the car that they're used to going to school in does not run because it's either broken or there's no gas, okay? 
that is a true emergency. So if you've already gone through the first, you know, three ideas of how you can swing it, whether it's saying no, saying yes, but cheaper, or selling something, or squeezing it from another thing, another category, now you're at this point, it's like, is it an emergency? If it is, then you're going to tap into that $1,000 emergency fund. And that's what it's there for. You're not going to beat yourself up. You're just going to say, it's a true emergency. Um, The furnace went out. The car needs more repair than we thought. And typically, $1,000 will either fix it or put a decent Band-Aid on something. Again, this $1,000 is not meant to be forever. It's just your total, total starter emergency fund. And once you pay off all of your debt, you're going to have a bigger, um, fully funded emergency fund. Okay. Now, the final thought on this is ask yourself, are things popping up month after month? Let's say hundreds of dollars month after month. Then you need to have a come to Jesus. Okay. Because If it's, okay, if you have debt that you're paying off and let's say 600 bucks a month is going to debt, that's kind of a good thing because then you know once that debt is paid off, you're going to breathe way easier. Okay, so let's just say every month you're coming up $500 short, but you know once you get out of debt, you're free and clear five, six hundred more dollars a month. Maybe when you get that car paid off, that's another $500 per month, okay? So that's one thing to keep in mind. The other thing is if it's month after month and maybe you don't have any debt and you're still not making it, that's when you have to really take a good honest look at your lifestyle. And there's only two things you can do at this point. You either cut back or you increase your income. That's it. And I would encourage you to take a look at both because maybe it's a temporary thing. Maybe it's um, Christmas that's throwing you off. So this is a great time of year that you can just get a little side hustle working nights and weekends to get you through Christmas and everything you earn, that pays for Christmas. Okay, but the idea of getting out of debt and living a life of abundance is that you're not pulling out the credit card or tapping into the HELOC every month just to kind of make ends meet, okay? And the more you stick to your budget and the more you start living like what Dave Ramsey calls weird people, people that know how to say no, people that are just, you know, cutting corners where they can cut corners so they can cash flow things, the easier it's going to get. I promise you that eventually these things that are stressing you right the heck out today will become blips on the radar. They'll just they'll just be like, oh, I roll. Okay, that popped up. And you're going to be able to cash flow it. It's just, it's going to take you a little bit of time. Okay, so I want you to just keep in mind this passage that my God will fully supply whatever you need in accord with his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. So just always remember to be offering everything up to prayer, asking him where he can show you where you can maybe cut corners or maybe bring you an opportunity that you can increase your income or um, make make things a little bit easier for your family. All right. Be sure to keep a lookout on my Facebook group for Tight Shit Mama because I will be having another free live budget Zoom 
at the end of November, okay? So this is a great chance to pop in with your individual questions and ask me, um, maybe you just need a pep talk. I know this time of year, it can get a little stressful and maybe you just need me to be like, you can do it, come on, we can do it. Or you just, you hear from somebody else that gives you kind of an outside of the box way to look at your unique situation. All right, I am praying for you always that you are um, having the courage to live the the life that God has called you to live. And uh, believe me when I say he is calling you to a life of abundance and not one of struggle, struggle, boss. So hang in there. God bless you. And I will see you on Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me. Take care. Bye-bye.